Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This podcast may cause dizziness, confusion, bloating, uncontrollable laughter, and in some cases, anal leakage. Listener discretion is strongly advised. This is episode number 107 of Excuse Me, That's Illegal, the podcast that takes a hardcore look, gets some softcore crimes. I'm your boy Leroy, coming at you straight out of the closet with three crimes that take place at subways. Two of them are at the underground train stations, while the other will be at the popular sandwich chain. See what I did there? (laughs) It's gonna be epic. There's a word that's lost its meaning over the years. Nowadays, everything's epic. Some greasy teenager lets one rip in class. Five seconds of flatulence. And next thing you know, he's high-fiving his bros while they go, Dude, that was epic. Ridiculous, isn't it? Anyway, let's get a couple Subway jokes in, then move on with the show, shall we? I went to Subway with my wife and asked the lady behind the counter to make me a sandwich. She said, Sure, no problem. I turned to my wife and said, see, now how hard was that? (laughs) Oh, jeez. She punched me in the arm after that one. Speaking of sore arms, it was crazy. Last week, I actually got confronted by a gang of horny perverts while I was riding the subway. Yeah. I told them to get out of my personal space. And they said if I wanted them to leave, I'd have to beat them all off. Alright everybody, hop in the minivan and let's cruise these suburban streets as I serenade you with a few tales of low-level true crime. And don't worry my friends, I promise to get you back home in a reasonable hour, as long as we stay on track. Episode number 107, Subway Stories. I used to live within spitting distance of a subway restaurant back in my early 20s, and it was fantastic. I'd go there almost daily and devour $5 footlongs. Mm-mm-mm. It got to the point that the employees knew me by name. How's it going, Leroy? Just baked a fresh loaf of Italian herb and cheese just for you, my friend. Fucking right, Giuseppe. Let me get a 12-inch meatball with the works, buddy. You got it, man. Yeah, kind of made me feel special, you know, to be a regular at a business. Even if that business was a shitty sandwich shop. The customers in these stories 
While they may frequent the train stations or restaurants where these crimes are committed, they are anything but regular. In fact, they can only be described as irregular. first subway story takes place underground in New York City on the 7 train. The 7 train sounds crowded, smelly, miserable, and rat infested. I was actually able to find some reviews from some angry New Yorkers about their experiences on the 7 train. The 7 train gets a 3 star average from 225 Yelp reviews by the way. Let's check out a couple. Gary says, 7 words to describe the 7 train. 1. Smelly. 2. Filthy. 3. Disgusting. 4. Slow. 5. Crowded. 6. Met suck. And 7. John Rocker. The 7 train service is absolutely ridiculous. It will go express whenever it wants, and it usually makes my short commute three times longer. Each car stinks, and the escalators at Roosevelt Avenue are usually down. If the escalators are actually up and running... Nobody knows how to stand to the right so people can pass on the left. It's the worst train to take if you're in a rush. The foot traffic here is just absurd. Yikes. Sharon T., another local, gave this one star. I want to vomit every time I step into the 7 train. Even if it doesn't smell. Of all the trains, I despise the 7 the most. Why do you ask? Extreme delays slash signal problems. Stops in the middle of 33rd and Queensboro. It's like being stuck in an ocean for months. Pervy guys who make nasty, flirty faces at you or your assets. Rude passengers who will bump into you or push you without an apology. People with staring issues. Even the middle-aged women. You know who you are. Creeps me the F out. Trains skipping stations without reasoning slash further announcement. Very odd people. And why are there so many express trains at 1 p.m.? It's not rush hour. Oh, and the worst times to be on this line is after 9 p.m., end quote. Okay, and while these are just opinions, Sharon's story seems to check out, as the criminal activity in our story here happens after 9 p.m., specifically between midnight and 6 a.m. There's a thief on the loose, riding the rails in the wee morning hours and we'll call him the Subway Slasher. This man's M.O. is to target men who are sleeping, and he picks their pockets, cutting through their clothing with a razor blade, stealing their credit cards and sometimes even cell phones. Thankfully, none of the men have been harmed. He's gentle with that blade, trying his best not to wake his targets. This string of thefts is very recent, happening in April and May of this year. And at least seven victims have come forward so far, and police believe there are probably more as not everyone reports this kind of thing, sometimes out of embarrassment. They do have a still shot of a man who is their prime suspect. The footage isn't the greatest, pretty grainy, but he's a large African-American fella sporting a beige jacket and a black do-rag. News 4 interviewed a couple of random rail riders out in the wild. One of them was Donnie Hernandez, and he said, I don't want nobody to steal my wallet. Forever. Then we got William Lennon, who says, I I think it's a big concern, you know? 
You have to watch yourself all the time, you know? Keep all your belongings tight, you know? Just simple things like that. End quote. Yeah, that's some great advice, pal. Speaking of great advice, the best advice comes from retired NYPD detective turned private security consultant Ken Tomlinson. And he says, The predators are looking for a victim. They have to pick somebody. You just want to make sure that somebody is not you. Sleeping is, uh... It was never a good idea on a train. But it's totally not an option anymore. So even though you may not be a weak person while you're awake, when you're asleep, you are. You're an easy target. End quote. True that. Unfortunately, you always see riders pass out on the train. Whether they're pissed drunk or getting off a long shift at work. And these are the people the subway slasher goes for. There isn't any more articles on this guy. We're at the end of June now. I tried to Google seven train pickpocket arrested or caught, stuff like that, and nothing. So he's likely still out there. Stay vigilant, my friends. And not just if you're in New York. That goes for everywhere. And like our friend Ken said, these scumbags aren't going to stop anytime soon. They need to pick somebody, so stay alert, look around, hold your belongings tight, don't make yourself an easy victim, and they'll target someone else. Unfortunately, that seems like our best option of what to do. And besides that, I guess, if you see something, say something. Alright, let's get back above ground and move on to story number two. And for this one, we are headed to Akron which is a city in Ohio. Akron has a population of approximately 189,000 people, at least back in 2021. Is Akron a safe place to live? No, it's not. According to our friends at NeighborhoodScout.com, Akron gets a 4 on the crime index, meaning it's only safer than 4% of U.S. cities. Chances of becoming a victim of a property crime are 1 in 29, 1 in 54 for the rest of Ohio. With that being said... Let's travel back to a Saturday afternoon in early July of 2020. We are at the Subway Sandwich Shop on Kenmore Boulevard. This establishment gets a four-star average from 188 Google reviews. So let's hear from the people. Eugene gave five stars and said, I tried their barbecue rib sub and it was very good. I added lettuce, tomato, onion, and hot chipotle sauce on the sub. Also, they have oatmeal cookies that are very good. I usually get six oatmeal cookies when I purchase this sub. I definitely would order the sub and the oatmeal cookies again. Right on, Eugene. Kim, on the other hand, had a one-star experience, and she said, Placed an order for delivery, ordered a turkey italiano, and got a turkey sub. I swear, I don't get it. Now I'm going to starve. Horrible and just annoyed. Okay... Don't know what the difference is between turkey and turkey italiano, but apparently it's huge. I hope Kim don't die of starvation. That's got to be tough when they mess up your order like that. Okay, diving into our story here. It's a Saturday, 12.45 p.m., and 44-year-old Don Peters is drunk as a skunk. Gotta love daytime drinking, eh? It's good for a change, getting sloshed on a hot summer's afternoon. Anywho, Donnie, who has a shaved head, salt and pepper goatee, eyebrows that look like a couple of worms, and a badass tatty, which looks like flames creeping up from the collar of his shirt and covering his neck. Well, he stumbles into the sandwich shop, and he must have been hitting the hard stuff. He is not in that sweet spot, that happy buzzed stage. He's well beyond that, and now he's angry, acting rude and obnoxious. 
downright belligerent. And he demands that the sandwich artists, uh, well, fix him a sandwich. Apparently the startled employees didn't move fast enough for old Donnie's liking. So he starts pounding on the plexiglass. You know, the one that you look through as your sub is being made fresh before your very eyes. There's all the veggies there. Lettuce, tomato, cucumbers, onions, pickles. And my favorite, jalapenos. And maybe Donnie wanted the monster, which is a sandwich I saw on Subway's website. I don't think they have this one in Canada. Here's how they describe it. Lucky for you, this monster doesn't have any teeth, or it would devour you first. We're talking thick shaved steak, crispy bacon, a double helping of Monterey cheddar, green peppers and red onions piled high and served toasted on artisan Italian bread and topped off with creamy peppercorn ranch. Woo-wee! That sounds off the chain. Back to Donnie here. He's pounding on that plastic damaging it. You gotta hit that stuff pretty hard to make a dent. I swear that plexiglass is bulletproof. At this point, the employees have shut down. They aren't going to make the Don what he wants, and that's okay, because Don will just make it himself. He hops over the counter and starts creating a feast fit for a king. While he's in the zone, one of the employees is on the phone to 911, and officers are quick to respond. They catch Donnie in the act before he can chow down on his submarine sandwich, unfortunately. And our boy is arrested without further incident. When police frisk Donnie, they find a couple items of interest on his person. A bottle of vodka in one pocket. Hey, what do you know? I was right about the hard liquor. And in the other pocket, they retrieve a block of cheese. And not just any cheese. Subway cheese. The best. Our man is taken into Summit County Jail and charged with disorderly conduct, criminal damaging, and open container. Ouch. A rough way to spend a Saturday afternoon. That'll ruin your weekend. And I'm sure douchebag Donnie will regret his choices once he sobers up in the slammer. I would hate to work in the fast food industry at this point, but there's something intriguing, especially when you're intoxicated, about hopping over a counter and fixing yourself up a meal back there. Especially when you're getting horrible service. You can't help but think, hey, I could do this better than you myself. So I don't blame Donnie one bit for going behind the counter and getting his hands dirty. Gotta admit, he kind of sounds like an asshole, though. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well, that was cute, short, and sweet. And we got time for one more. And this is a crime that technology thankfully wiped out. The early 2000s marked the end of an era for subway suckers in New York City, and I'm sure other large cities. This crime is disgusting. 
filthy, and I love it. And it was actually a big problem back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. 1953 to 2003. So for 50 years, people would use tokens to get on the subway. And that kind of fizzled out with the introduction of the much easier and more sanitary Metro Pass. Let's get into what this crime entailed. And to do that, we have Randy Kennedy, who used to have a column in the New York Times called Tunnel Vision, where he'd tell interesting subway stories. And that's where I got a lot of my info and quotes here. He talks about these petty criminals, usually youngsters or the homeless, who would suck tokens or use this method called the stuff and suck to make some quick cash. Here's the description of how it all goes down, according to our boy Randy. Quote, The criminal carefully jams the token slot with a matchbook or a gum wrapper and waits for a would-be rider to plunk a token down. The token plunker bangs against the locked turnstile and walks away in frustration. Then, from the shadows, the token sucker appears like a vampire, quickly sealing his lips over the token slot inhaling powerfully and producing his prize, a $1.50 token, hard-earned and obviously badly needed. End quote. Ugh, imagine the germs you'd get. These token bad guys must have had crazy immune systems, or just been sick all the time. But their hard work would pay off, because some of these dudes would rake in up to 50 bucks a day using this technique. Employees and police were smart, though, and found ways to maybe not stop, but at least slow down these thieves, or make them think twice before their next suck job. Randy, quote, Token booth clerks were known to sprinkle chili powder into the token slots, most often jammed. Some officers resorted to spraying a small amount of mace around the regular slots and keeping an eye out for the usual suspects. The ones with bright red lips were then arrested. End quote. Love it. But what if you just naturally had luscious, full, bright red lips and were getting arrested all the time for no reason? That would be rough. There was actually another article in the New York Times I found from 1983, giving us a little more info. So these youngsters wouldn't always jam up the slots, then retrieve the tokens. Sometimes they were much more aggressive in their approach. They would literally stand behind the customer then when they put their token in the slot, they'd run up and suck it up out of there before the person made it through the turnstile. That's how fast they were. It's actually amazing. Then that patron would complain to the token clerk and he'd have to let them in. Hugh Dunn, he was the special assistant to the transit authority president. He said it was stressful times in the 80s. They lost a lot of revenue. And the token suckers were bad, but they weren't even the worst. Quote, I may hear one or two calls about it a day on the police radio, but it is not even one of our great revenue problems. A far bigger problem is people walking through the slam gates. End quote. Anything to save a buck. Unreal. The deputy inspector of the Transit Authority Police Department, we'll call him Deputy Valentine, he talked about a group of kids who got angry when the token clerk at 103rd Street and Broadway sprinkled chili powder into the token slot. Deputy Valentine, quote, The kids came back with buckets of water, threw the water on the turnstiles, and then threw the rest at the token clerk. End quote. Wow, this is wild. Okay, let's talk about some punishments here. Stealing tokens from the turnstiles is a misdemeanor, and at the most, the perpetrators could get up to a year in jail and a $1,000 fine. I couldn't find any instances where anyone got charged doing this, 
Because like I said, it was mostly youngsters doing the dirty deed. And they would basically just get stern warnings and slaps on the wrist. Alright, if there's one piece of advice I can give you, one takeaway from this episode about life underground and the subway system in New York City, it's this. Don't be a sucker. And I mean that. Whether you're a man who's had a long day and falls asleep on the train and gets his wallet stolen, or you're a poor youth just trying to make a few extra bucks, stealing tokens. And we are back. That's a wrap on episode number 107, Subway Stories. That was a pretty smooth episode, which is nice, because I was afraid it was going to go off the rails. (laughs) Oh, I'm bad. Ah, dear. Okay, you know what time it is. Listener confession time, baby. So let's get criminal, criminal. I want to get criminal. This confession comes in from a listener named Jake. What's going down, Leroy? My name is Jake. My wife got me to listen to you. She gave her listener confession in the Penguin episode. That was episode 77, SeaWorld Stooges. Elsa gave her confession on that one. So, shout out to Elsa. Anywho, Jake goes on to say, Here's my interesting little story. A few years back, me and my group of friends were all hanging out at a buddy's house in this country kind of town, Forestville, California. I was about 16, didn't quite have my license yet, and I was 100% sober, just to make this all clear. My one friend, let's call him Jack, Jack left early, and he was driving an old Jeep with the roof and the doors off. It's pretty late at night, and as he's driving, he gets hit in the head by a bat. And just his luck, there was a cop right there. So as he swerved from the shock of being hit in the head by a bat, the cop noticed and pulled him over a good 15 feet off the road, getting ready for the sobriety test. Jack, being the guy he is, made the joke that he could run from the cop to prove he's 100% sober, which landed him handcuffed to the front bumper. So this is where I come in. Me and my friend, who's driving me, are a few minutes behind. I decide it's a great time to go and hop up on the roof of the car going 50 miles per hour down the back roads at night. So as I'm on the roof of the car hanging on for dear life, and one of our other friends is driving behind us freaking out, thinking I'm going to fall and die, she's on the phone screaming at us. And me and my friend driving the car are just dying laughing. I get home safe and sound, and the first thing that happens when I get home is my phone rings. Jack, who was handcuffed to the bumper, saw the whole thing, and he said it was the most difficult thing trying not to laugh and draw the cops' attention to the fact that there I go riding down the back roads on top of the car just behind him. So yeah, pretty thankful for Jack and that bat, because if he never swerved and got pulled over, I would have been so toast. Jack and I still talk about that all the time. Good times. Thanks for taking the time to read my story. I hope it is somewhat entertaining. I promise it's all true. Jack. Hey, I don't doubt you for a second, Jack. You crazy Californians. And at first I was all like, did you ever figure out who hit your friend in the head with a bat? That's like attempted murder, man. It's dangerous stuff. Then I realized, oh, it must have been a bat as in the animal. One of those rats with wings that uh, flew and hit your friend in the head while he was driving. Then it made more sense. That's actually a good excuse, but the cop would only believe you if the bat was still in the car, I suppose. Dead or knocked unconscious. 
Or if you had blood on your face from the poor bird. Wait, are bats even birds? Um, anyway, it would have to be one of those Fabio roller coaster type situations. If you guys remember that, when that big hunk Fabio got hit with a bird while he was on a roller coaster, <laughs> and he had blood all over his face and feathers coming out of his mouth. If you ever want to laugh, Google that situation up. It was wild. And kind of sad. Shout out to Fabio and that bird. Hope he's doing okay. And shout out to you, Jack, and Elsa, for getting your husband on board with listening to the show. I love it when you guys recruit new listeners to the show. It's how this thing grows. Excuse me, that's legal at gmail.com is the email. Some of your petty crime confessions. And like my boy Jack here, you too could have your story played on the air. Check the show notes for links to my Patreon for bonus content, PayPal to throw your boy a bone, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's all there, baby. That's all I got for you for now. But come meet me back here in another 10 days and I'll happily serve you up a hearty helping of softcore scumbaggery. Peace! Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.